Hi, my name's Tony and welcome to Bigger Than Hollywood. Hi, my name's Tony and welcome to episode 24 of Bigger Than Hollywood, a podcast about all of the things that I am learning as I go through the business of being an independent video games developer. Um, Ant Workshop, my company, is 46 weeks old this week, which, and I say this every single week, but that is a lot of weeks. Rapidly approaching the one-year mark. Uh, One-year is certainly... It's going to be an exciting podcast, that one. All of the things that I've learned in a year compressed down into 30 minutes or fewer of babbling about stuff. And speaking of babbling about stuff, smooth link, Gowland. Uh, This week, I am mostly going to be talking about Steam Greenlight. So at the end of the last episode, I was... Just, I hadn't actually launched binaries onto Greenlight. I kind of had everything in place. I was umming and ahhing about it. And I said, I, like, I recorded the podcast just with the thought in my head that, like, well, I might just go and press that button and launch it and see what happens. And I did press that button and launch it. And now I have seen what happened. And now you will get also get to find out what happened. Hold on to your seats, because this is numbers heavy. Um, so green light. Uh, let's let's start at the beginning a little bit, or backpedal a little bit, just in case you're unaware. I don't know why you would be listening to this if you don't know what Steam's green light is, but. Let's just assume, because I've had to explain to a lot of different family members and people that don't really know games, what Greenlight is and why I need them to vote for me. So let's go through that again. So Steam is basically the biggest online store for PC games that there is. Uh, if you, It's no longer the case that if you get on Steam, that's kind of like your Willy Wonka's golden ticket. But it is certainly, if you don't get on Steam... Life is going to be a little bit more difficult for you. People trust it as a retailer. They put their card details on there so that like there's uh, reduced friction for the purchasing and all of that kind of stuff. And it's it's a pretty good place. There's it's very popular for its sales as well, like uh, special like doing winter sales and summer sales. Like gamers really kind of look out for that sort of thing. Uh, in the olden days, to get on your game onto Steam, you basically had to know someone at Valve or you had to have an in with someone at Valve so that they would put your game up there on the store. Um, it was a very... Uh, Valve had created this very walled garden around Steam and probably rightfully so. And they were very careful about what they let go on there. So it's... Yeah, you, you basically had to have have that kind of in with valve and which was fine but it does mean like i think it was quite limiting for people who had some cool stuff but that didn't know anyone at valve or didn't know how to contact anyone at valve i mean actually trying to get on for them would be a problem so to 
get around that and i guess i'm imagining here but i'm guessing that valve like they used probably used to field an awful lot of emails from like indie developers and like small developers kind of going i don't know i don't have any contacts but i found your email addresses lying about on the internet somewhere hey can i get my game on steam like i'm imagining at conferences and stuff as well they probably used to get hassled a lot about it and it i can see that being one of these things where it would eventually take up more and more kind of employee time to field all of that attention of people that want to get onto steam so they invented this thing called greenlight and greenlight is basically like a pre-store you put up a page about your game you put like a trailer on there you put some screenshots you put some information and then that gets shown to people who are on on the steam platform and they get asked to vote basically and the votes like it's a simple three-way well it's basically a two-way vote with a bonus third option the vote the question is if this was on steam would you buy it the answers are yes no or ask me again later and so it makes things really simple. The idea then is these games that get put onto green light, they go into basically a rotation of stuff that gets shown to people, people, and then people get to vote basically on what they want. And every now and again, Valve go through the games that are on green light and go through and basically uh, accept a whole chunk of them through into Steam. And it used to be, when Greenlight first launched, it used to be quite uh, a deal that, like, I remember there actually being news items about, like, oh, wow, the first bunch of Greenlight items have gone through and all of this kind of thing. Um, and as Greenlight has gone on, it's generally kind of, it has quietened down quite a bit, I think, and it's generally people aren't so interested in it anymore. But you... If you're what if you don't have contact at Valve and you're wanting your game on Steam, it is still a necessary evil. Well, I'm not going to say evil. I don't think it's an evil. I think there are. Um, I think there are benefits to the whole system. So I'll. I mean, I'll get onto this a little bit later on. But I think that it has a benefit of um, helping you to build up awareness and to kind of force you into building up that awareness before just releasing your game. But yeah, I'll, I'll get onto that a little bit later on. So yeah, um, so that's that is basically Greenlight in a nutshell. You put your game up there, you wait, and you try and get votes. You try and encourage people to vote on your game, and if they like it, then in theory, at some future point, Valve will accept your game. And that doesn't mean that that's when your game has to release. That just means that you that game has been accepted onto Steam. So at, at a future date when you are ready to release, you can press that button and away you go. But um, yeah, you don't have to, like at the point where your game gets through Greenlight and gets Greenlight, that is not the point where you have to sell stuff. Um, so some people, there are various different uh, thoughts about Greenlight in terms of like, well, should you wait until you've basically got a complete game and you're trying to sell this like you're wanting raring to go to sell this thing or should you do it in advance with binaries i ha like i kind of <laughs> so saying that there are two options again gone for the middle option uh with binaries i basically chose I've, i'm about halfway through making the game um 
well, actually, even that, it, that's not true. There's feature-wise, the game's pretty much complete. The content-wise, it's about halfway through. But I really wanted, I know plenty of people that it's taken them a long time to get through Greenlight. So I wanted to make sure that for my intended release date of April next year, that I was, that I'd given it the best shot that I could. And hopefully that I would have got through Greenlight by that time. So I thought if I launch it kind of now, that means I would have uh, five months, well, four months to get the game through Greenlight, basically, which, um, yeah, before I, uh, before it launches. Whereas, obviously, if you are if you wait until your game is literally ready to go, then you're, you're kind of sat there chomping at the bit, like, oh, I need to get through Greenlight. Like, I could be selling copies of my game right now. Oh, I need to get through Greenlight. So, yeah, so I don't have that. It's a little bit more relaxed. Obviously, I still want to get through Greenlight, but, it, yeah. It it just gives you that little bit more leeway and a little bit more opportunity to kind of do the slow burn and slow and steady. We, I would say wins the race. The numbers do not say wins the race. So, uh, yeah. When you put your game on Greenlight, one of the things Valve is, is good at is they'll give, you, they'll give you a lot of numbers. Greenlight is numbers heavy. You'll see a lot of... All you have to do as well is... Um, google for like green light advice or whatever and there's loads of green light invent being a thing that happened kind of invented this new area that indies can give each other terrible advice about stuff because indies love looking at well not even indies people i mean i mentioned this before about the whole kind of backseat business leader kind of thing it's like people love looking at numbers and then extrapolating out some rules or some meaning out of them and i've seen some stuff that people have written about their green light experience that i just think is almost completely not true and on top of that green light is deteriorating as it, like so as i mentioned before it it's not the big deal that it was when it launched um a year and a half ago whenever it was there's already been a lot of decay in the, the number of people that use Greenlight and that actually go and vote on stuff in Greenlight. Um, and there's even been chatter uh, earlier this year, like a lot of devs aren't happy with Greenlight and think that it's a popularity contest, which it kind of is, but then at the same time, so is selling your game, mate. It's like if you can't persuade people that your game is good enough for them literally to click yes with no financial burden on that whatsoever... How on earth are you going to persuade those people that your game is good enough for them to spend 10 quid on? I don't know. So to me, the um, popularity contest side of it is not so much the issue. It's, it's To me, the issue at the moment is more the lack of visibility of what your goal is. So let's start there, I guess. I say start. I've already been talking for 11 minutes. Let's carry on to there. The goal of Greenlight, obviously, is to get through Greenlight and get your game accepted onto Steam. The problem is, nobody actually knows what it takes to get through Greenlight. Nobody knows... When Valve look at... Uh, go, okay, we're going to uh, bring a bunch more stuff from Greenlight onto, uh, through onto Steam. Nobody knows what the criteria actually are that they're using to judge those titles. 
And at the same time, nobody knows how often it is that Valve will apply those criteria. So, for example, in a, a transparent system might be, okay, every Wednesday morning, first thing on a Wednesday morning, we will go through Greenlight and we will green light we will accept and we will green light the top 50 ranked games in in all of green light the, the games the 50 games that have the highest number of yes votes that will be a transparent system that would mean that you would know okay what i'm aiming to do is by wednesday morning first thing on a wednesday morning when valve turn up to work i am aiming to be in the top 50 rank they don't do that and I suspect the reason that they don't do that is because it's those numbers have to shift almost constantly. So say one week, uh, hundred games get put onto green light, then the next, then for the next month, no games get put on green light, or only one game gets put on green light a week, or something ridiculous like that. Very quickly, everything would get green lit, no matter how few votes it had. Like you'd get into a point because you because you'd stuck to this system of okay, we must green light the every week we must green light the top fifty games. Very quickly, if there aren't fifty games getting added to the system, you would be green lighting stuff that has fewer and fewer yes votes, and eventually you'd be you'd basically be accepting literally everything immediately and there will be no point to the system. And maybe that is where Valve is going with it. Who knows? Like I said, the number of actual visitors and the number of yes votes that you need to get into the top 100 is definitely decaying. So I looked at, there was an article online that I found where someone was saying, oh, these are, these are our top tips for getting greenlit. Um, and one of the graphs that they showed, they showed their... Um, the number of visitors and the number of yes votes in the first couple of days and on that it also had what their current rank was and it basically that article said I think they had just uh, 3,500 yes votes um, and that was what they needed to get into the top 100 now and I'll tell you this right now as of this minute Binaries has 3,228 yes votes and is the number 19 ranked game on Greenlight. So you can see just from January this year when that other article got written to December this year when I'm talking about it, the disparity there is already quite large. Like they needed more votes than I did to get way further down the charts than I am. And I think that this is going to be a trend that continues. I think as green, like as people get more and more bored with green light, you're going to need fewer and fewer votes in order to rank anywhere on it. And I think this is probably one of the reasons why there's kind of constant talk of, well, maybe Valve will just get rid of the whole thing. Because, yeah, if, it, if people aren't going on there and voting, it becomes, as a popularity contest, it becomes increasingly... Um, Unuseful, to be honest. Unu is unuse useless. <laughs> that, that's a better word than unuseful. I are good at English. So yeah, I mean, so as I'm talking now, I th um, you need somewhere around 700 votes to get in the top 100. So it's, I mean, that's quite a big, that is quite a big shift. But yeah, so like I said, Valve are really good at showing you stats. They show you a massive page of stats. Um, if you go on my Twitter feed uh, at 
Freakazoid. I've posted over, like, I've posted over, like, over the duration of my green light so far. I fairly regularly post screen grabs of my stats because I'm not particularly fussy about this information. It's not, uh, it's not sales. It's not anything like that. Why not? So you can see when you look at these tables, you can see it basically it gives you um, a bunch of stats about your item and then compares it to the average of the top. 50 items on Greenlight. So it gives you things like your total unique visitors, how many people have favorited your game, um, how many followers you have, uh, how many total votes your game's received, how many yes votes you've had, how many no votes you've had, and how many ask me later votes you've had. And it gives you a list of your, like your items, things versus the top 100. So obviously, the instinct there is to compare yourself against the top 100. And you sit there and I'm looking there and I'm sat and I'm going, oh, OK, so here's an interesting thing. My number of yes votes is 3,228. The average number of yes votes in the top 100, uh, in the top 50, sorry, is 3,506. So 300 yes votes more than I have is average in the top 50 yet as already mentioned i'm number 19 ranked so i'm in the top half of the top 50 so you can even those numbers give you a, a sense of it's like all of these kind of charts it's a logarithmic is it logarithmic my maths is terrible <laughs> like this is why i don't do maths based games but yeah, it's it's one of them scales. <laughs> it's one of them scales that really rapid. Like the stuff that's out front is doing gangbusters. Like it's getting. I can see from one. So another one of the charts that they give you is the cumulatively yes votes for various uh, markers, and it gives you the marker for the current number five item, current number ten item current number 15 item, number 20 item, and number 100 item. And from those, I can say that the item that is uh, number 5 currently has, let's see, 8,328. So it's got more than double the number of votes that I have uh, for being, uh, what, 14 positions higher up the charts than I have. And I think... Every like every now and again, you can see things shift about in these charts as new games come in, and I strongly believe that like the games that are at number one, probably somewhere in the kind of what twelve thousand region, twelve thousand yes votes, something like that. So you can see that it's like it gives you all of the green light gives you all these stats, but there's no the comparisons are almost useless. And I think Valve realizes this. Literally, the on this big page of graphs and stats and all of this kind of stuff, literally the only thing that is highlighted on it is the number of yes votes that you have. And I kind of think that it's like that's a hint. That's a big hint from Valve. So I've seen articles where people have sort of said, like, oh yeah, we think that we got green lit early because our percentage of yes votes versus no votes is was really high and much higher than the average. And it's like I don't think so. Like, I don't think that Valve go into Greenlight and 
would go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, like, someone at Valve's just going to go, right, this morning, I'm just going to flick through Greenlight and see if there's anything that has a disproportionately high number of yes votes. If that was the case, there would, like, it would be a really easy system to game because you could just get people to make yes votes. Like, don't do any advertising of your thing except to your friends and basically just say to them, give me yes votes. And uh, as long as you've got, as long as you can get more friends yes voting it than the number of organic visitors that you're getting from Greenlight, you'd be golden. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I don't see it myself. So the other thing that I think is is kind of interesting is in terms of it also shows you the views and votes over time. So every, for every day, it tells you how many new visitors uh, you got and how many votes you got and how many yes votes you got and how many ask me later votes you got and from that you can work out how many no votes you got but they choose not to show you that and what i noticed here is um so i launched on i launched on monday uh gonna have to really really stop myself from breaking into a little bit of craig david here but so i launched on monday monday is that monday was by far well, not by far, but it was the highest number of visitors that I've ever had. The next day, I also got a really good number of visitors. The Wednesday dropped off a cliff. The Wednesday was about half of what I'd been getting up till that point. Then it kind of picked up again for the weekend. Now, so that weekend, the weekend, that sort of first weekend that I was in Greenlight, that was the Thanksgiving weekend. So I don't know, again, if... Um, there were sales running on Steam, so perhaps more people, with it being a holiday weekend, more people were on Steam, so there was more visibility for Greenlight stuff. Perhaps the opposite. This is this is the the tricky thing with Greenlight. Because it's shifting and because it's a constantly evolving beast, it's really you almost trying to come up with t meaningful takeaways from it, I think, is is kind of difficult like really difficult so i don't know like i don't know whether more people were on the computers that thanksgiving weekend because it's a thanksgiving weekend or if it had just been a regular weekend if i'd have done better then um certainly the second weekend that i was in the numbers weren't as good as the first weekend but then that would be you would expect that as a natural kind of decay anyway so yeah, the first uh, the first Wednesday really dropped off cliff, then it sort of built back up again, and then the second week was like a nice kind of steady amount. Um, and I was kind of wondering at this point whether Steam, because so by the end of the second week, by the end of the first weekend, I was in the top one hundred, and I was kind of wondering like, oh, I wonder if Greenlight has a system where it automatically shows things that are in the top 100 to more people to kind of um, help fine-tune that information a little bit more but i don't think that that is the case because literally monday yesterday um my the number of visitors has just absolutely dive-bombed um and i think it was down to something in the region of about 100 visitors yesterday um, and today will be today will be lucky if it breaks the same. To be honest, so I mean, so what I will take from that is that I think that Greenlight certainly at the moment you get two weeks of visibility where the system will automatically try and place you in front of people. And if you've not 
if you've not made the most of those two weeks, or if you've not nailed it in those two weeks, after that, you're kind of on your own and it's up to you. And I think even for the sort of relatively no, low number of votes that you need to get into the top 100, I think that will be a struggle at that point. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So my main takeaway take uh, is nail it in those two weeks because after that, you are stuffed. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, so obviously what you can take from all of this is that I am... Uh, binaries is still in green light um but i'm feeling people keep asking me kind of like oh how's it doing how are you feeling blah 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 blah. and it's like overall i think it's still doing well like i'm like i said i'm in number 19 that's slipped down a couple of days ago i was kind of number 16 um i think probably having now that I'm not getting that referral traffic directly through Greenlight, that's probably affecting my rank and I'm probably going to slowly slip down. But I'm still fairly confident. I mean, if for if the the next time that Valve go on Greenlight and uh, accept a bunch of stuff, I mean, if if the system that they use is based purely on kind of chart ranking or number of yes votes or whatever, I mean, I'm in a pretty... I'm pretty comfortable with that positioning. Um, and I think certainly it means that given that I've still got uh, three months to go before launch, I think I'm, yeah, I am happy with my chances of getting through Greenlight. If <laughs> if by the next podcast I, I'll be sat there and I'm like, I'm still not through Greenlight. Ah, this is awful. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess as as it goes on, if I don't, if for whatever reason I don't get through green light and I see other things being green lit, then I'll be frustrated. So that, oh, that actually just kind of by luck and chance stumble upon another thing. So when you get into the top, when you're outside the top 100, it says you are whatever percentage of your way towards the top 100. Once you're in the top 100 ranking, it says your number, whatever rank of however many games are in green light. So, when I say that um, I've been like nothing's been greenlit, I know for a fact that some stuff got greenlit on the first Thursday that I was in greenlight. So I'd been on on the Monday and then uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So let's say four days later, a bunch of stuff got greenlit. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many things, but I, I think somewhere in the region of 50 to 100 items got greenlit. Um, so that obviously that really helps everyone else further down the charts. All of a sudden, you see your chart position zoom up because they've kind of cut out the top half of the like a big chunk off the top of the charts. But so since getting into the top one hundred in the first weekend, that number, like the number, uh, like number whatever of uh, at the moment ninety uh, one thousand nine hundred and eleven games in green light. That 1,911 hasn't gone down, like that number hasn't gone down since that first Thursday that I was on Greenlight. So I know that in the last week and a half, nothing has been Greenlight. Oh, well, I guess possibly one or two things, but no significant number of titles have been Greenlight. So that's the other thing is I know 
anecdotally from chatting to people that it is still possible if your game's kind of languishing greenly a little bit if you do have that valve contact you can it is still possible to basically reach out and go hey guy can you uh just accept this look it's it's got a decent number of yes votes you know so it's like it's not a lot of old rubbish but can you just uh give it the old tickaroo um and that does still work. So, yeah, so I think perhaps one or two things have been greenlit, but uh, there's been no kind of mass greenlighting since that first Thursday. So I'm kind of start thinking, like, well, it's it's not even been a couple of weeks yet since that last time. I don't know. So don't know how often they do it, if they do it fortnightly, say, or once a month or something like that. It's It's impossible to... It's impossible to know, really, so... I'm still, yeah, I'm still pretty confident. And I think that is basically, that's about as much as I can say about Greenlight. It's been interesting. Um, what's been fantastic about it, like I said, is it's it helps you build up that follower base. Like, it's f forced me to think about the game and to start kind of... Um, working on promoting the game websites so what i find what i am finding is that websites and press really are not interested in my game is on green light and kind of it is what i expected um but yeah there, there's really it's kind of that like the kickstarter thing now is like people aren't interested in my games on kickstarter isn't a news story you need an actual news story to go along with that my games on green light is not a newsworthy item um but yeah so it's it's helped build up like i've got a bunch of followers now i've got a bunch of people who are aware of the game and it's nice to it is honestly nice to see that 55 percent of the people that have been shown the game and asked have said yes i would buy that and whether they're like i mean there's no financial um cost to that so, to clicking yes so i have no doubt that that all those people are not exactly going to rush out and buy it in the first week but it's still one of those things of it's like yeah it's there it's kind of it's it's the starter of uh of a fan base it's the starter of a player base it's just a steady build up that i've got to capitalize on and i've got to work on over the next few months until the game comes out but there are people there and it, that's cool. It's it's a good feeling. And like some of the comments and discussions, like I've always thought the binary looks nice, but not spectacular. But there's like there's plenty of people that are just like, oh, wow, the art style on this game is like really good and like really clean and nice and smooth. And I really like it. So it's like it's good. It's been a nice kind of feeling. And I mean, I've had plenty of. There's been plenty of comments along the lines of this is just like a flash game. This is basically I wouldn't pay for this. This should be for free. Blah 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 blah. And it's yeah, you you I guess it's it's that little kind of like it's almost like pre release kind of feeling uh getting the kind of feeling of reviews and stuff, but before you've actually launched anything. But that's cool. It is cool. So yes, that is basically my green light chatter for now so i'll do my standard kind of ending of you can listen to this on itunes on stitcher on soundcloud and on tune in you can 
tweet me at Freakazoid or at Ant Workshop, or you can always email podcast at ant-workshop.com. I have one very loyal listener, Keith, who keeps emailing me. Thank you very much, Keith. Uh, loving your work. By the time you get to this podcast, I think he's on like number 14 or something. He's slowly listening his way through them. But by the time you get to this one, thanks, man. It's been, I do genuinely enjoy listening, uh, reading your emails. I've just realised that in all of this chatter, I didn't actually tell you. The, so the other problem with uh, Greenlight is it doesn't give you nice URLs. So just go to Steam Greenlight and type in binaries and it's there. Or you can go to www.playbinaries, that's all one word, .com. And there's a banner with like a little link to the green light on there. So you can find it through there. Or, you know, tweet me at Freakyzoid and say, hey, what is your green light link? And I will definitely tweet you back with that link. So I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, yeah. So wherever you listen to it, follow it, star it, review it, rate it do do whatever that platform allows you to do and also vote on my green light please um the next podcast due to the way that this is all fallen out actually the next podcast will be a couple of days before christmas uh so there is a chance that i will actually record something then if i if something has happened and i've got something to talk about i will record something at that point um failing that it will be in the new year but definitely if i don't speak to you before christmas then have a good christmas or whatever holidays it is that you celebrate and have a good new year if i or if i do do a podcast between now and then then just forget that i said this bit because i will say this bit in that other podcast as well bye bye